Welcome to Woven Conversations. I'm your host, Michelle Meinhardt. Through life, I have been into the spheres of theology, staffing, social media marketing, and now I'm in the wellness industry. And through it all, I found that this is always related to that. This is a series of conversations I'm having with people with unique experiences, and they raise several questions to me. So today I spoke with Jordan Treadway, and we had a wonderful conversation about showing up, not just to a yoga mat, but to ourselves, to our families, and to the world around us. Thank you for listening to the pilot episode of Woven Conversations. I hope you enjoy showing up. Good afternoon. Hi, Jordan. Hi. Thanks for joining me. Dude, thanks for having me. I'm really excited about this little podcast gig we've got going on. I agree. And so uh, this was, just so everybody knows, partially your idea. So it's only fitting that you're the first guest. I have a unique and awesome uh, ability to be right here with you when this thing was <laughs> was coming into existence and fruition. So I'm super happy to be here for it. I don't know that I'm exactly excited for this lightning round or whatever these questions are that I have not seen yet, but I'm I'm game. I'm down. Super. Yes. By way of introduction, I just want everyone to have a little bit of chance to know more about you. So um, just a few quick questions. Whatever first comes to you. No editing. Got it. Short form. Ready. Okay. Taco topping that you can't live without. Mm. Sour cream. Oh, I would probably agree with that. Okay. Uh, the last podcast that you referred to in a conversation to others or book. Uh, well, I don't know if it constitutes a podcast, but it, it's your guy that does the Rob cast uh, that <sighs> 17 yes. uh, rules for parenting. Mm -hmm. Those mm -hmm. like I don't I'm sure Launching that he I'm rockets. sure. Yes, I'm sure he came up with them, but I feel like they're mine, too. Right. Like he just articulated <laughs> something that I was thinking. So, yes. Yes. I refer to that it. almost daily. Yeah. Fantastic. I know. That's always good. Um, it's a Sunday afternoon. You are? Uh, well, I, yesterday I was shooting a gun for the first time in my life uh, on a Sunday afternoon. Very nice. Typically, we are in anticipation of lockdown family night with okay. movies and um, oftentimes pizza. Last time, last night it was mince and mashed potatoes, which is like my great grandma's recipe. But um, nice. Yeah. Typically, it's family night. Okay. Sacred time. Love it. Yeah. Fill in the blank. Humans are mostly good most of the time. Yes. What's saving you right now? Like taking comfort. It's 2020 for if, in case you're listening to this years from now. We're, we're like, I hope at the end of this pandemic thing, but we're still every day feel like we're, we're very much in it, though most of us really want it to be over. And um, Graham and I did a little podcast like six months ago. And I was wondering how I would feel at the end of this thing. Because at the beginning, though it was scary, there was still excitement about it. Mm -hmm. And people are just raw. It seems to be like there's been a major mm -hmm. shift. Mm -hmm. Not with just people's health or us having to, you know, be super clean and very careful. But it has affected and upended everything in our life. Yeah. And I can't overstate that. And I don't want to be like a, you know, the sky is falling type of person. But really the thing that's getting me through right now is knowing that I'm just a person just like everybody else that I see. Mm -hmm. And they've all got the exact same thing going on. And we are all doing the best that we can. But yes. it's to be clear, it is not easy right now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what's that's getting me thing. through. Yeah. I think that's a good perspective. Yeah. 
I don't know if it's very uplifting, but that's where I'm at. (laughs) Totally fine. If it's saving you, it's doing its job. Yeah. Thanks. So uh, the entire premise of this podcast is to be in continual conversation with lots of people. My people are the best people. (laughs) Hands down, I believe this. So I just get to invite my people and we're going to talk about things. Now, by trade, I am a yoga instructor. Correct. So therefore, a lot of what I do is tied to yoga. And yoga is tied to a lot of things in the world. The word yoga actually means to yoke, to link, to bring together, to tie up. So this is always related to that, at least in my brain. So I'm super excited to have just a a variety of people coming on that have different perspectives. And I'm curious to hear you bringing some questions to me in this little... Not quite interview, more like a outer view, Ooh, since like you're that. going to be bringing the questions to me. Correct. And so I've given you a little bit of a time to, to let some things simmer and also a warm up in a little, you know, take five. I like that. So what kind of questions do you, got, do you have? Well, I think it should be said, and I know that, you know, I get the distinct uh, honor of being your first uh, outer viewer, I suppose, is what you're saying. I love it. Um, but it should be said that... And I, I assume that this is likely true of most good mm-hmm. yoga instructors, but I don't know them. I know you. Yeah. And yeah. it is, for anyone who's not um, come into contact with you, it is an extension of your authentic self. It is a natural outshoot of who you are and mm-hmm. that you need to share it with other people. So I think it's a perfect, this is a perfect platform to be able to really kind of let people know what they're in for, even if they're not down with yet committing to mm-hmm. you know any of the physical um, requirements that, that come along with yoga, there is still so much mental benefit to just taking a moment to putting yourself in that space, whether it's mm-hmm. physical or just this conversation mm-hmm. here, right? Yeah. So um, yeah, your lightning, lightning round questions were good uh, for me, like to <laughs> tell people who Jordan is. It should be said that I, you know, I have a husband who's wonderful. And three children who are in, you know, like young-ish, you know, not babies, mm-hmm. but but certainly under roof and not teenagers. And uh, then we both have full-time jobs and lots of extra things that make life awesome and full and really busy. Yes. And I'm not alone in that. But I think that when you and I were talking about this, yo- this yoga podcast coming about, like it made sense for me to bring the perspective of a lot of people out there who are in the thick of it working moms, Mm -hmm. right? And so um, that's sort of, if I didn't give you that perspective in the lightning round questions, that's, you should know that's where I'm coming from, the listeners, that's where I'm coming from um, when I'm asking these things, so. Okay, super. Okay, Uh, so Michelle is very good at bringing... um, an intention with her like it's like a borrowed intention for lack of a better term when you come to yoga you should be thinking about something but if you don't have something she's good at supplying that thing right and so for a lot of people their intention setting or like what if they get the chance to just for a moment talk about what do they want to get out of today mm-hmm. um there's a lot of um um being present Let's be more present. Mm -hmm. Let's be fully present. There's so much emphasis on present. Mm -hmm. And I knew that before I started doing yoga, but when you really get into yoga, like that's the best thing that you can do in that moment is to just be in that moment if you want to get maximum benefit out of it. So um, 
taking into account like everything that's going on with the pandemic, <laughs> the isolation, uh, and how that's had an impact on people's mental health. Um, can you speak to any benefits that have been demonstrated uh, as a linkage between like a good yoga practice and a, achieving a goal of being more present? Hmm. That makes sense. Yes. I think so. I think that makes sense. I'll answer it and you can tell me if that makes sense. Got it. Those two things align. So we refer to yoga as a practice. Um, sometimes the word class is used because there is a chance for you to learn something. But really what it comes down to is this ongoing relationship between you and you. Generally on a mat, but not always. And sometimes a teacher will help you get there. So, but it's really a practice, something that you do to get better at it, not necessarily achieve a goal. And then you see the growth from there. And showing up perhaps to a yoga class, there's lots of ways to do this, but coming to a yoga class and being present is a practice so that you can go out into the world or go home to your family and be present. So you have this hour and this person that's telling you for about an hour, hey, why don't you pay attention to how this feels? And you're allowed to and be here. Yes, just there here. is nowhere else you need to be. <laughs> yeah. There is, you are exactly where you need to be right now because you've already made that decision. You've already decided to unroll your mat and be here. And so now there's nothing else to do except for to show up to yourself. Mm. And so it's practice though. Like, yes, you get, like, at the end of the hour, generally you feel like, um, you feel like you have this nice little like buzz in your veins where you're like ah yes we end in a nice long nap and so who doesn't love that but what's really happening is this sense of connection to yourself and in the moment and then you get to go home and do that and practice it yes and so your yoga practice is just setting you up for being able to pay attention to what's actually happening in your everyday life. Yeah. You're just getting extra practice. I like that. And so, um, and it can be in anything, learning how to begin to pay attention. Um, we are offered so many avenues of checking out. Mm-hmm. There are so many avenues. And especially with the pandemic that's happened, there's there's a whole lot going on that we're trying to process very quickly and not real easily. Yes. There's been a lot of turning off and checking out pandemic time yeah the starting with all of the baking and the shortage of yeast way back in March (laughs) and then moving towards all the like we the tv watching and the netflixing and yeah Graham had a garden this year and we were out of canning supplies for the first time in like you know 50 years exactly (laughs) people are like well I got nothing else to do we might as well grow some maters like it's it's like there we're looking for these ways um, but and sometimes they're great. Sometimes you found yourself with space and you're like, oh, I've wanted to do this. And now I have the time and the attention. Others, it, and this comes down to intention, but other people will be like, I have to do something or I'm going to go crazy. And they're just trying to turn off rather than to be present. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we've had this, you know, there's a lot of talk about, about mental health. Yeah. Right. And like mm-hmm. there's been a lot of mental health concerns going on. Just the isolation mm-hmm. has really amplified that. And so. Yes. We talk a lot about, you know, Graham and I talk a lot about, um, so depression is like sadness and worry about things that have already happened. Mm-hmm. And anxiety is worry and fear about things that have yet to happen. Mm-hmm. And somewhere on that pendulum or mm-hmm. on that, on that, you know, spectrum is where people spend their time. Either they're, de- you know, during yep. this pandemic, either yeah. they're depressed or they're anxious, right? Where is that? Mm-hmm. If you're fully present and you're mm-hmm. actually present, 
you're not worrying about anything or you shouldn't be worrying about things that are beyond your control. There's this essence of time when, whether you're thinking about kind of ruminating on the past or the future, your body can't be in either of those places. Your body can only be in the exact place it is right now. And that is the present. And so that's why being present is such a body practice. That's why it's so intimately tied to yoga. Yeah. Because you're using your body to remember exactly where you are and what you want to do. Like if you were to think of your most favorite place on earth, you can close your eyes and you can imagine your your mind can go there. You can imagine exactly what it looks like, what it smells like, what you do. Like all those things, your mind has the capacity to go to. But your body is here. Yeah. And so tying your sense of presence to your body sensations um, anchors you and brings you right back to this is where I am. Yeah. This is who I am. This is what I'm doing. And that that's the, the reality of the moment. Yeah. And so that's why uh, so much of it is involved. That's why you hear a lot of yoga teachers talking about it. It's just so intimately tied to, to doing that. Now, you have, can you practice yoga and not be fully present? Absolutely. Will you get hurt? probably yeah maybe but yeah (laughs) but um again that goes back to intention so so you mentioned something earlier in your answer that is sort of uh one of the other questions that's been just stewing about in my head over the weekend when I knew that we had uh this conversation coming up and it was um you you said showing up Mm -hmm. to yourself Mm -hmm. and you use that I've you know done yoga with you for a few years now so and you use that Mm -hmm. uh, not necessarily as like motivation but just Thank you for showing up and thanks mm-hmm. for thank you for showing up for yourself. Yeah. So unpack that for people who maybe think that this is a little, you know, out there or, mm-hmm. or crunchy. Like mm-hmm. what what is what fully unpack that for you? Like what does showing up mean or and what does showing up look like for someone? Well, let's say this. If you were having some sort of issue problem crises or even when you're having yes (laughs) or even a moment of intense joy like you just found out the best news of the world there's nothing better than sharing that with somebody right like either for the good or for the bad what we're looking for is just someone to notice right like yeah like this matters and so and for some people like it doesn't exist until you've communicated it for sure. Right? Like yes. for me, like it's, even if it's just telling myself it, until yes. I say the words even in my head, mm-hmm. until I've created it mm-hmm. verbally, it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Right? So you're right. You need yes. to express it. So there's an expression. There's this, this idea that like we need to be witnessed. We need to know that it matters. And often we're looking to other people to right. validate that. Yeah. Did, did anybody see this? Where's, you know, my friend Christy and I talk about our imaginary friend. Like when we're having a conversation with somebody and they say something really unbelievable, I'll look to my side and be like, did my imaginary friend just hear that? <laughs> because am I going somebody right? Somebody to needs yeah. to know what's up. No, to like, there's if I like see a- you leaning <laughs> off to the side ever. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so there's this element of just making sure like it's a validation or whatever. So when I talk about showing up to yourself, there's an element of just recognizing that you matter. Like we do that for the people we love really well. But that whole commandment about loving others as yourself, it there's a relationship between those two things. Yeah. And it begins with this idea that you matter 
to you even without validation even yeah like that so yeah like so that just knowing that you're going to show up to yourself to see yourself as because there's we only know ourselves to the depths there's there's a limit to how much we know other humans but we only know ourselves to the depths but we have that capacity sometimes it's scary or we don't really want to or we're not ready to really wrestle through those things don't go in there yeah yeah so and some folks that have backgrounds that are a little bit more traumatic, maybe a, somebody to guide them through that process is a little bit healthier. But there's a sense of just being able to show up to yourself to notice what's going on and to say it matters enough that I'm going to pay attention to it, Yeah. whatever it might be. Sometimes we're like, oh, our friends are busy. I don't want to laden them with whatever yeah. is going on. But if it matters to you, it matters to you. And so being willing to, to look at it and say, yeah. okay, well, this is, this is where we are today. I like that. Yeah. All right. Uh, the, last, the last one, I think, is uh, uniquely from, from me and, and the people in the world that are currently in my, in my tent and in my camp. Okay. Uh, for those who claim to be okay. or who truly believe themselves to be too busy mm-hmm. to add one more thing mm-hmm. because there's guilt mm-hmm. I, if I do this then I'm taking away from mm-hmm. whatever else I should be doing um, why you know showing up to yourself in general and a yoga practice specifically mm-hmm. why is that important for us to do like why why take the time and and is there an amount of time is there some sort you know is there yeah. if, if, if I can do you know 10 minutes a day or an hour a week like is there mm-hmm. what do you say and I say this talking to a working mother as well yeah. yes right who's got a whole thing going on as well so yeah. what's what say you to that I'll start with the why and then go to the how okay okay there is only one Jordan Treadway in this entire universe We could put a thousand people together and try to pull from each of those thousand people one element of the gift that you have of being you. And we would still never be able to create a person that is a duplicate of you. It just doesn't exist. And so showing up to yourself is the ability to give the world the best possible you. And with specifically, because most of the people who come, not all, but yeah. most of the people who come to my, my studio or my practice with me are mothers and women. And family is a primary concern, you know, especially at the ages we are. Yeah. The best possible gift that you can give to your family is the best version of you. True. Giving, giving them less of you, a squashed you, a smaller you doesn't serve anyone. And what are you teaching them? Like if you, exactly. Yeah. The, the, I remember um, a person very close to me uh, started her business, which is now thriving, beautiful, fantastic business. And sh- her youngest, her her youngest was just a baby, and she had such a concern over like, oh no, do I do this? Like I'm not going to be home, like I was with my first baby. Um, what what whatever? What what's this going to teach her? And I said, I think this is going to teach your daughter to do something you love yeah. and succeed. And there's so much more of you than just this. And, and it worked for her. Like there's, every person's journey is very different. I'm not gonna tell who, how to spend their time. I am gonna say that you are just as important as anything else on your schedule. And probably even more so. Because once the flame of your self starts to wane, 
that there's no replacement for and it. I can't get, it does. Yeah. You, you can't give your best. You can't be present to your children until you learn to be present to yourself. Yeah. You know, you can't show and to your up. your job. Yeah. Yeah. Any of that. Your, your work life is so different. If you're not attuned to what's going on, working with other people, all yeah. of it comes from a sense of, um, from a sense of self and a connection to it. And so those, so you can come to a yoga class, you can hear a teacher give maybe a few pointers or give you some intention or whatever, but the how of it all is just carving out a few times, a few times, whatever works and just con continually showing up, yeah. doing it over and over again. And if you end, like if you do a 10 minute yoga practice, you stand down dog for I don't know three breaths and then you close your eyes and you breathe for five minutes like that's fantastic and, and if it's more than yesterday yeah. then you're doing all right yeah and you'll still be better off than you were without it <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. yes yes and so if that's it that's great if you want to invest into what that practice looks like by get, finding a teacher and showing up in a place other than your house then that's fantastic too yeah. but ultimately trying to just show up whatever form that takes is going to serve everyone that you are around there by just making you your best possible you yeah i like that's mm -hmm. that's true mm -hmm. okay well i want to thank you for having me here as your inaugural guest uh we're getting some wrap it up motions from our esteemed producer over there so yes. thank you for allowing me to be a part of this conversation thank you so much for joining me i'm really looking forward to this entire project next week i have megan bear on and nice. i'm looking forward to it so thanks everybody for listening tuning in we'll see you next week mm -hmm.